welcome to the Self-Care 101 podcast with your host, straight-talking life coach, Pooja McClymont. This show provides simple self-development, supporting you to embody your self-worth so that you can live the happier, more fulfilled life that you deserve without burning out. Thank you so much for listening today. Hello, it's season two, episode 23. Firstly, oh my god, the Self-Care 101 podcast is officially two years old. Two years old! I'm also a year older, can't say I'm two, but I am (laughs) definitely older. I just had a birthday this weekend and so did the podcast and I really just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you and thank you, thank you and thank you again so much for being here, for listening, for giving me feedback, for writing me reviews. There's still like a hundred and no, not even a hundred. There's like 1200 something of you that haven't written me a review yet. So please, please birthday present for the podcast for me, write me a review. (laughs) No, seriously, I'm really grateful. So grateful to you. Thank you. Okay. So this episode, whose life are you living? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Whose life are you living? You know, we coast through life doing all the things that we're supposed to do, like get an education, a career, make the money, get a partner, buy a house, the fabulous holidays, maybe have some kids, and then what? Just live to take care of the house and the kids and the partner? I mean... What if you've been doing all those things, but you're still not happy or fulfilled? What if you're striving for all those things, expecting for happiness and fulfillment to come from them, and every time you do one, it doesn't really come? What then? What's missing? Are you ungrateful? Are you not living your best life? So today I'm going to explore these questions and more in detail, offering you the perspective of what if it could be different? If you love the Self-Care 101 podcast, please, can you head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave me a review. This really helps others to find the show and I will be eternally grateful for your support. And if you want more great content, I'm embarking on expanding the podcast with your help. So if any episode has resonated with you and you'd like to support the show, I've put together three memberships starting from just £10 that will help me elevate your experience. Just head to the support link in the description of the episode for more info and you can buy me a coffee. Now on to the show. So, Living the life that other people said would make you happy. How many of us are doing that, have done that, and you know what? That happiness is elusively not found. What happens in this situation is, right, let's let's go back in time a little bit. Let's go back to childhood and let's blame the parents <laughs> because, you know, it's, everything is the parents' fault. I'm a parent now. I know exactly what I'm doing to my child. But no, I jest. But let's think about this from a serious perspective. Parents are your first role models. They give you your first set of values. You then go to school. Your teachers become your next role models and they give you your next set of values. Unfortunately, Teachers and parents don't always work together. So by the time you're five and your cognitive development is like at its peak and at this point between the ages of five and seven, your brain, anything that is in your brain at that point is in your brain forever. 
forever, crucial ages. So here's a little tip. If you are a parent, be very careful about what you're doing with your kids between the ages, I would even say, of between four and seven. What the sorts of things that you're talking to them about, the sorts of life that you're leading, even little things like saying something's too expensive that can carve out a difficult money mindset that they will struggle with as they grow. If they say they want to become a plumber and you look down upon them becoming a plumber, they will have that attitude about self-esteem and confidence growing up. So be very careful if you're a parent with those that age group with your kids because they are super influenced by this. So let's come let's go back now to us, <laughs> us adults. <laughs> so we have been taught certain things and we take those values into our teenage years and into our adult life. And we only really get guidance whilst we are studying whilst we're at school in education. After that, and you go into the big bad world, you are left to your own devices, leading from the values that you were given, right? So the things that you believe to be true. And then we go through life using those values to do stuff, to get a job, to find partners, to cultivate relationships, friendships, spending habits. And Usually we get to a point in life where something isn't right. I'm not happy in my job. Why can't I get a partner? Why am I not married yet? Why haven't I been able to buy my house? Why haven't I got any money? Why am I in debt? Whatever the things are, right? But we come to this point in life and it's like, what the hell's going on? What's actually going on? Why can't, why aren't I living the life that I thought I'd be living? Now, Yes, it all comes down to us, obviously, but this is all about self-awareness, right? So coaching, the work that I do, that I bang on about, is about self-awareness. When you become aware of who you are, what you do, and why you do it, all of a sudden, darling, you get control back. You are then in control. For years, as a child, you've not been in control. You've been at the mercy of the people who are your role models, and they're not often the best people. They might think they're doing their best, but because we're all individuals, we don't get to express our individuality. And then when we do express our individuality, we are often shut down. You talk too much. You're too much of a dreamer. You're this, you're that. And then that inhibits our growth. That affects our self-esteem. And we go into being adults with all this trauma and drama that actually might not even apply to us. So if you're here today and the rant that I've just done has resonated with you, you're probably living your life through a set of values that don't apply to who you actually are. So don't be overwhelmed now by the immense work that it is to get in touch with yourself, reconnect and get that self-awareness. What, what you're going to do is actually just be more aware of what you like. Okay. So no matter how old you are right now, you know that you like certain things and you know that you don't like certain things. And what I want you to do, right, to cultivate the self-awareness is to really focus on the things that you like 
and how you want to feel. You need to connect what you like doing in life to how you want to feel, right? Because if we can associate that feeling, that is what your subconscious mind is going to push you towards. But if you can't associate with feeling, you stay in the conscious mind, which is, you know, a little bit led by ego, and you never really connect to who you are and what you want to do with your life. So very important now to maybe even pause the podcast and just write down a couple of things related to work, related to your health, related to relationships, related to life in general of what you want, what you like, what makes you happy. And then look at how you want each of those things to make you feel. Okay, if you can associate emotion with what you want, you have a much higher chance of success with that and living that life more sustainably. Something that happens to us as we grow, and this is where we kind of, you know, throughout our lives, we get these little signs and these little moments that tell us that something isn't right with the way we are living our lives. And if you don't have the guidance and the direction, it's really difficult to figure out what the hell that is. Because you know you need a job, you know you need to pay bills, you know you want to have, I'm going to say basics, like owning your own home and having maybe a car and and being able to travel, right? Let's just call those basics for now. Food on the table, being able to socialize. But as time goes on in your life, when you hit maybe in your 30s, sometimes it's in your 30s where it starts going, huh, doesn't feel right. That's your intuition kicking in, okay? And that is your point at which you have outgrown your childhood set of values and beliefs. That's actually the point at which you've outgrown them. When you start questioning, when you keep, when you sort of, you know, go to work and think, I'm not enjoying this. This doesn't bring me joy. I don't even know what joy is. What's happiness? Am I feeling happy? I don't know. I'm supposed to be in a job, but I'd like to. And you start questioning, but obviously we don't ourselves follow through with that questioning and do anything about it because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be in a job. We might go to the people who we trust and think are going to be able to guide us like our parents, but our parents will only be able to guide us according to their perception of life and what you should be doing. Plus, they want what's best for you. So they're going to always err on the side of caution and safety and security. Understandable. But when you start feeling that something isn't right in your work, in your personal life or whatever, that's your intuition calling to you. That's your intuition saying, yes, babe, hold the phone, this isn't working for you. And it's because your set of values have now been outgrown. So you have to come now to this point of discovering who you are at this point and what you want from life and how you want those things to make you feel. So if you're feeling that way right now, as I'm talking to you, you're going, oh my God, yes, totally, Booge. That makes total sense. It's your intuition guiding you now towards yourself and you have to come in and do the inner work. I mean, I say you have to. I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you are in a in a growth mindset and you want more from your life and you want to better your life and you want the life that you think that you want. So if that's the case, time to do the inner work. Another time where this can sort of like come up for you where your set of values and are coming into question is when you come to a crossroads 
And that crossroads could be where you've been ticking all those boxes, those life goal boxes, and you come to this crossroads and you're like, huh, is this it? Is this my life? Is this what I'm going to do now until I die? That's the point at which you've got to go within again. You've got to check in with those values. And really you need to add stuff because if you're feeling unfulfilled by that life, unfulfilled by having the education, the career, the partner, the kids, the home, the cars, the travel, right? Those, those, I'll say basic things because those are kind of like the, for those in careers and stuff, those are kind of the structure of, of what we want and what we do. But there's this whole gap, right? So you have all of this by the time you're 35 or by the time you're 40, then this huge gap of another 40, if you're lucky, years until you die of just repeating the same thing day in, day out, Groundhog Day. And no amount of pumpkin spice lattes are going to make a difference to you leveling up your life. Only you can do this. So these questions that I just said to you about re- connecting with your values and who you are now apply in the crossroads situation too. What makes you happy? What brings you joy? What do you like doing? How do you want those things to make you feel? So if you like your kids, great. What kind of things do you enjoy doing with them? Because when we have to feed our children and clothe them and get them ready for school, it's exhausting. Get them to do their homework. It's draining on us. It's not joyful. It's not joyful. Any parent who says it's joyful is lying. (laughs) It's not joyful. Those are things that we have to do. But when it's the summer holidays or the half terms or Christmas holidays, what are you doing with your kids to connect with them, to actually get joy out of the fact that you created life or that, you know, you are nurturing life if you're in an adopted situation? What are you doing? Because if you're doing the same things and sticking in front, sticking them in front of the TV or the iPad, you're not getting the most out of having kids or raising children. That's what you need to do. If your partner's boring you, What are you doing to, I don't know, keep that spark alive? You know, are you dating your partner? Have you both just fallen into the relationship trap that happens in marriage, especially in long-term relationships, where you're just kind of living for the kids and living day to day and you're on this treadmill, Groundhog Day, to death? So if you want more from your relationship, if you want your relationship to be more exciting, you've got to make it exciting. What do you like to do? What does your partner like to do? How much of that are you actually doing? How do you both want to feel in your relationship and work together to feel that way through the activities you do? (laughs) I'll give you a personal example. I said to my husband, listen, if we want to have a second child, the odds are against us. I'm older, I'm overweight, we had a difficult first pregnancy, but we still want to give it a go, okay? Like, you know, life's about living, so let's just give it a go. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, right, I need to do a few things, and I said, but the the cool thing is, in order to have a baby, we need to get busy. And because we've been in this very groundhog day for a little while, like I'd say about six months or so, very pandemic related, you know, just kind of just getting by, getting by, getting by, that we have neglected our relationship. We've neglected dating each other and spending that sort of time. And I need connection. As a woman, I guess, I need connection. I need to be like looking at him and going, oh my God, he's so handsome. And oh, I'm so lucky. And all that, you know, gushy stuff that we do at the early days of dating. 
I need that. I need that. I need that to be, to feel sexual now at the age of 41. That's what I need from him. So we talked about that and he's like, I totally agree. I totally agree. We just need to sort out childcare. And he's right. He's right. We do need to sort out childcare. And then he said to me, but I don't want to go out for dinner. I was like, okay. I have no issue with that. He's like, I want to do stuff. Like I said this before, I want us to do more stuff together. Like, I don't know, like dancing, not go to a nightclub, but like do salsa dancing or something like that. And I'm looking at his face. And I was like, all right, you've got Google, sort it out. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. Tomorrow you're off. Google it, find somewhere for us to go and let's start doing it. Don't just say it. You've got to take action. And you know, I'm all about the action. But I personally right now do not have the brain space to be creative in that way. So I'm putting it on him. My man, all he does is go to work and come home. He's got the space to be creative and think outside the box. And that's what I want him to do. So I'm encouraging him to do that. And I know he'll feel empowered by doing that. And that empowerment, I also find very sexy. Like when he's all proud of himself, oh, I nailed it. Pooja's just going to be so like impressed with what I've just done. I love that. I find that very sexy and very attractive because he's like really trying to hit the nail on the head with me because I can be hard work and high maintenance because I like nice things. So <laughs> what a picture I've just painted. But we've got to do these things. If we want the things that we say we want, we've got to take the actions that allow these things to happen. And with relationships, let's just stay here for a minute. When you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage, you generally get to a point where you're in your longest relationship and you enter uncharted territory. Neither of you know how to navigate this space. You think about how your parents might have navigated or other people that are in your life who've been in long-term relationships. And you think that it's supposed to be this way, that way, and whatever. But actually, guys, it's about you two. It's about you two communicating, talking to each other, and finding out what you want from your marriage. Because a lot of times we enter into relationships and we kind of get to, I want to get married, but really the focus is on the wedding, not the actual marriage. Marriage is that long commitment that you're saying you want to do with somebody. Or if you're cohabiting with someone and like, if, if you don't want to get married, that's fine, but you want to spend the rest of your life together. That time frame is a long time and you're going to all be growing and experiencing different things and changing and you know all those things are happening so you've got to do it together to a certain extent you've got to let each other know where you're at you've got to connect with your values again you've got to check that your values are similar or the same or what do you both want more of in life and really come together to cultivate those things so that you can have the relationship that you both feel good being in. Really, really key. All right, another point. How can you make the most of your life if you think it's too late? Oh, this one really, really like, whenever I get a client who comes to me and they're like, I don't know, 46 or something and is like, you know, I'm single, I've not had children, I'm not going to be able to have kids, I'm, you know, I'm doing my job and it's fine, I've got my house, but there's just, it's just kind of like, I'm bored, I'm bored. And yes, I hear you, of course you're going to be bored, absolutely. So then I ask them, what do you want? what do you want? Do you want to be dating? Do you want to be in a relationship? 
Do you want children? You know, is that something you've asked yourself or have you decided because you can't biologically have them that you can't have them? We start thinking of things in different ways. So I offer different perspectives and then we go inward to find out what it is they actually want. Sometimes the work is related to breaking free from limiting beliefs and the beliefs that you've inherited from childhood, the things that you don't like about yourself that you do, but you don't know how to stop doing. We explore those ideas, but it's never, ever, ever too late. It's never too late. Honestly, it is never too late because whilst your heart is still beating, you have life and you have an opportunity for life, whatever it is you want to do. And something that I say to to clients a lot is when you have an idea or something keeps coming to you, right? So I have one client who is makeup is her thing. Makeup keeps coming to her in some way, shape or form. Makeup keeps popping up. So I said to her, why don't you just explore it? Don't commit to anything. Don't commit to becoming a makeup artist to the stars or anything like that. Literally just one step at a time, just explore it. What is the pull here? What is it? Something in your heart, in your being, in your soul is is pulling you towards makeup. What is that? And just explore it. She's in a secure job. She's financially stable. She has got a home. She's got nothing in the grand scheme to worry about in terms of tick boxes. She's cool. She has the opportunity right now, the freedom, the space to explore. So explore it. Explore it and just see where it goes. Let go of having a perfect outcome. Sometimes you really just need to get started with something that you're called to or drawn to. I mean, believe me, this boy, this man of mine who wants to do salsa classes with me, I'm not going to be applying to Strictly, am I? I'm not going to apply to Strictly Come Dancing or whatever, or enter competitions. That's not the goal. He just wants to do something different than going out for dinner. And I'm cool with that. But what if we really enjoy it? What if we get really into it that we start going and competing? What if? What if we decide to do performances, join some sort of, I don't know, group and they do performances for the for the local community? What if that happens? What if we end up teaching kids how to salsa? I mean, you know, there are so many options, but we're not thinking about that right now. It's just about we want to do some connecting, but we want to do it outside of a dinner. Let's do something that we could both enjoy. Salsa, let's go for it. You know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Let's go for it. And we're just going to go for it. If it's not for us, we might take up karate. Who knows, right? But it's about not feeling like your life is stunted because you've reached a certain age or you haven't achieved certain things that you think you were supposed to have achieved. We're all individual. We all have different lives and we all have a different path. If you listen to this podcast, you want more from your life. You do. You do. And that's what I want to work with you on. That's what I want to encourage you to do. I want you to live your life. And I will share the things that I do in my personal life to help you see that I'm sort of walking my talk. But in the same breath, I will also share with you the days where I can't be asked to do anything. And I just want Groundhog Day because that's the reality. Our life is full of ebb and flow. We are in a constant state of balance, but we are never balanced ever, because you can't be. Balance is dynamic. It's not static. And it's almost when you actually 
succumb to that and accept that life is just ebb and flow, you build more resilience, you become more confident, you take more risks, and you really, that is what living is about. That is what living is about. It's incredible. So if you do feel like it's too late, babe, it's not too late, (laughs) okay? And you know what? I'll just put a little extra in. If you are feeling like it's too late, but you don't know where to start, you don't know what to do, book a call with me. It's a free one hour coaching experience call and you're going to get insight in that call. I'm going to give you insight as we talk. You know, that is, that is what you gain from it. So I'll help you with figuring out your first step. Make that call, book at my website. Like, let's go, let's do this. Let's do this. Don't just listen to the podcast. You know, that's something I just want to addendum. Don't just listen to the podcast and do nothing you know, don't, don't listen. I don't want that. I don't want you to do that. I want you to listen. I want you to be inspired. Of course, I want you to feel like you can take action, but I want you to take the action, whatever that action is. And if you do feel overwhelmed, just call me. Let's, let's work through this. You know, let's do this. Now, wrapping it up. The next season is going to be called called season three, will be season three, which will begin in January, on January 1st, which will also be the 101th, 101th, 101st episode of the podcast. So Self-Care 101, episode 101. And I have decided as the year has progressed, as the last two years have progressed, where I'm going next with the podcast is all about living your best life. I want us to all go to the next level. Okay. I want us to grow, continue to grow, obviously, but I want to take it up a notch. I really do. I want to take it up a notch. So I want to get more interviews in and I want these to be really inspiring people. I've got some grand plans. I'm not going to lie. I've got some grand plans, very bold ideas of the types of people I want on the podcast. So I'm hoping, praying, manifesting that that comes to fruition because it could be really game-changing and exciting for us. But I really want it to be about how to live your best life. Now, I know Instagram ruins everything with a hashtag, but... (laughs) This isn't about pretending to live your best life because you're drinking a green smoothie or you are partying with the stars or you're wearing your outfit of the day. No, this is about living your best life, who you are, what you want your life to look like. I really want it to be about that because we get so caught up in living the life that we're supposed to live that we forget that actually it can be however the hell we want it to be. So let it be however you want it to be. And if you find yourself being drained and and losing focus because you spend time with people who bring you down, you know you've got to change up your people. (laughs) You've got to change that tribe of yours. Let's up level. Let's take ourselves to the next level of growth now. Let's just really focus in on what we want from our lives and how to live your best life. What does that look like? Let's do it. So that's what's coming in season three. Hope you've enjoyed the show and I'll catch you later. 
Let's take the Self-Care 101 podcast to the next level. Head over to the support link to buy me a coffee in the episode description to either literally buy me a coffee with a supporter donation or sign up to one of three incredible memberships from just £10 and I can start creating some more incredible content to help you live your best life. Thank you for listening to the Self-Care 101 podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate and review over on Apple Podcasts so that other people like you can find the show. For more information about the work I do, head over to my website, poojamaclimont.com and for daily inspiration, please follow me on Instagram at poojamaclimont. Sending love and talk to you soon.